This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. How are you? My name is Ruby, and thanks for joining me on News Time. This week, it was International Day of People with Disability. So to celebrate, I've invited some of my friends on the show to lend me a hand and be my co-hosts for the day. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Thanks for coming on the show. First off, would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is India and I'm nine years old and I have autism spectrum disorder, more commonly known as ASD. Hi, my name's Julian, I'm four. And I have, I have a disability that I have some hearing aids. How does it feel coming on the show and being here in the studio with me? Happy. I feel great. When I hear my voice on news time, it makes me feel really proud. That's awesome. It's super nice to meet you guys. And yeah, I can't wait for you guys all listening here to hear my voice and become famous. (laughs) Great. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today on Newstime, we're talking about disability. We are talking about disabilities. We're going to meet the first ever Iron Man with Down syndrome. We're going on a tour with all our senses. Next, we're eating a special home delivery with Dylan Alcott. And we'll be hanging 10 and surfing the autistic spectrum. You guys sure know your stuff. All right, then, are you ready to get stuck in? Yeah. Yes, I'm ready. Great. Let's do it. Story number five. First off, let's talk about International Day of People with Disability. It's on the 3rd of December and it's a big day when people all around the world share stories and celebrate the achievements of people with disability. It means all the people with disabilities and stuff get to celebrate. They can tell us about their disabilities. That's right, Jilly. Now tell us about those groovy little things in your ears. I have some hearing aids. Hearing make help help you hear. What kinds of things do they help you hear? They help me hear really just low whispers. They help me hear birds tweeting. But I can only hear some things with them out, not all things. Wow, so hearing aids are like hearing helpers. They can help you hear all the volumes of different sounds and different pitches too. Sounds that are really low and others that are really high. (laughs) Yeah. I got new ones and and then I can listen to my stories from right from Mum's phone into my hearing aid. That's so cool. And Jilly, what kind of sounds do you enjoy listening to? My nano and grandpa live. There's a really calm river that leads out into the ocean. I love the sound of water too. It's so peaceful. You can't always tell whether someone is living with a disability just by looking. We can see Jilly's beautiful pink and purple hearing aids, and we can see if someone is using a wheelchair, but some disabilities are invisible. Autism is basically something to do with your brain. It's a bit different. It doesn't look special in any way. That's right, and it can be different for everyone, can't it? You said earlier that it's sometimes called ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder. A spectrum is a bit like a band of colours from a light shade to a darker shade. And autism is a spectrum too. 
It's different for every person who has it. Yeah, basically some people have mild autism and others have severe. It's really tricky for some people. For me, it's pretty easy on medium. And India, how would you describe your autism? The best thing of being autistic for me is I have a bigger memory and I can read better than lots of people. It also makes me popular and yeah, I've got lots of friends. The hardest thing for me being autistic is basically controlling my behaviours and sometimes it's hard to control things. So my year two teacher from last year said, think twice before you say something. That's good advice. Jilly, do you have any advice for people who might be curious about disability and not know what to do? Just just have to have make more friends that have disability like you. It's like feeling a little left out for some people. Ask them to come and play. You say, come play with us. Or you can sit with me if you'd like. Anything. It's okay to be curious, isn't it? But it's also important to be respectful and make sure everyone feels included. Search on the website. They could ask me and they can read special books about it. So basically you can understand others. Totally. Another big part of International Day of People with Disability is thinking about accessibility. That means thinking about what each person needs before you make plans. Like when you plan a birthday party and you have to think about all the people that you've invited. Or accessibility can be about bigger things, like building a new supermarket. What kinds of things could we think about there? They could put the shelves down lower. Dim the lights more and maybe um, for the loud noises they could make everyone turn their voices down. And we could tell everybody to be no chatter and just sit down and, and just not be chattery. Maybe um, for the scanning there should be a little vibration on the scanner. I don't like loud noises like beep, 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 beep. Brilliant ideas. There are more than 4 million people in Australia with disability. Teachers, doctors, sports stars, scientists, Newstime co-hosts. Celebrating International Day of People with Disability means working together to make the world more accessible and better for everyone to live in. Happy Day of People with Disabilities. Okay, Superhosts, time to head over to our next story. Story number four. A man named Chris Nickich has just become the first Iron Man with Down Syndrome. Iron Man. It's a man that has irons. Mm, not quite. The Iron Man race is a big triathlon. In a triathlon, there are three big tasks to complete. Running. Bicycling. Swimming. Spot on. First, there's a swim that goes for almost four kilometres. Oh, that's the same as 80 laps of an Olympic pool. Then a 180 kilometre bike ride. And to top it off, a marathon. That's more than 40 kilometres of running. The whole thing can take more than 12 hours to finish. It's a huge challenge. People usually spend years and years training before they try to do it. 
I would basically practice treading water in my swimming pool because it's just like riding a bike in our legs. Except I'd hold onto the wall. Good idea. Chris trained for three years. When he started, he couldn't run very far, but his goal was to get just 1% better every day. Practice and practice and practice every day. Right, but he actually actually has to rest. Yes, resting is very important. But Chris doesn't look like he's taking time off anytime soon. He has his sights set on his next big goal already competing in the Special Olympics in two years. I can't wait for the Olympics. Do your best, Chris. Hope you do well. Go, Chris! What goals are you working towards right now? One of my goals is to read a chapter book in a week. Great. One of mine is to improve my Auslan. And we'll talk about that in our next story. Story number three. If you've been on a holiday or visited an art gallery or a museum, you might have been on a tour. Um, so they learn more about stuff? Tours give you lots of information about the place you're visiting, but they're not always accessible for all people. There's that word again, accessible. On most tours, a tour guide speaks while everyone walks around. That works for some people, but it doesn't always work for everyone. How could tours be made more accessible? People with who like can't walk, there'll probably be a special track for wheelchairs. And if you can't hear, you can't hear what the tour guide is saying. Sign for people. Sign language is is um, a language where we sign. Auslan. Auslan is a signed language. It's a way to talk using your hands and different facial expressions. And now, a company is giving tours in Auslan, so people who are deaf or hard of hearing can get all that great information. For people who are vision impaired and can't see well, the tour guide shows them things that they can feel with their hands, or they can smell things in the environment around them. That's pretty good. Okay, where to next? Story number two. This is a story about someone we've spoken about before here on News Time. His name is Dylan Alcott. Dylan Alcott is a special wheelchair tennis player. Yes, and Dylan is the best wheelchair tennis player in the world. He is a champion. And now he's done something else amazing. He has started up a food service for people with disability so they can get delicious, healthy meals straight to their door and vegetables and nice foods and healthy foods. Dylan says that people living with disability can end up eating a lot of takeaway food or frozen meals because cooking at home can be a bit difficult, especially if their kitchen isn't accessible for them. Takeaway food might be yummy, but eating lots of it isn't very healthy. What kinds of things would you like to eat? Capsicum. Crunch, crunch. Heal Pasquale and say healthy. I'm very picky. I think being a picky eater is something to do with autism. I like to eat fruits and no lollies or sweets. I like biscuits and tiny teddies and things that have chocolate in them, not chocolate itself. Dylan's company is run completely by people with disability for people with disability. He says his goal in sport and now with his new food company 
is to keep challenging the world and change what people understand about disability. Well done, Dylan. You are doing really good. Go, Dylan. And guess what? We're up to our last story. Story number one. Our last story today is about autism. Just like you said earlier, India, everybody with autism experiences it in a different way. Some people on the autism spectrum get help from a therapist. So I see a therapist, we play games and we have chats and lots of fun stuff. And where do people go to see a therapist? Usually like to an office, but my therapist is at her house. And would you ever go to see a therapist at the beach? Wait, what? That's what happens at Surfing the Spectrum. It's a project that means people with autism can go to the beach and learn to surf in a fun and safe environment with their therapist. How do you think that would work? Basically, we can look at people and see how they feel who are surfing. How does this guy feel? How does this guy feel? And then we'll discuss why, how, you know, they feel like that. Because it's, it's all about social. If they look sad and they're sitting down like this, and they're sitting forwardly slump in a slump, you should say, are you all right? And, they, and you can help and be happy again. And surf therapy isn't just for people on the autism spectrum. People with lots of different experiences get surfing lessons because it makes them feel brave and resilient. Because the waves are trying to buck you off your board. Yeah, that's called a wipeout. You get back on and try again. Yep, and you get help. Yep, always good to ask for help when you need it. Hey, thank you two so much for helping me out today. You have been extraordinary co-hosts. I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you, Ruby. Thank you, Ruby. Time for me to head off and find five news stories for next week's show. I'll catch you then. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. See you later.